Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. Oh my God, you guys have missed you so much. This is your host, Lady G on Gifts with Gugum. Super, super excited, excited to be coming into your homes uh, at this hour of, uh, and especially knowing what today is. I am so excited. Uh, today is Valentine's Day. Okay, we're not going to go and discuss about Valentine. It's just that we know that is what is happening out there. Um, I, I thought, uh, what can we share today uh, knowing what today is? And I was thinking of something that my spiritual mom always says. She says, there are seasons that we call a season of foolishness. Um, you know, seasons that come with death because what is happening in the atmosphere, you know? If you look at the festive season, uh, there is a bit of foolishness because we do foolish things. We, we we may not we may not agree or we may disagree, but as I've realized that that is so true, that some of some seasons they come with foolishness and they make us to be fools, and we make decisions or we take decisions that we wouldn't normally take on an ordinary season. Uh, excuse me about that. You know, uh, if you look at uh, the festive season like Christmas over uh, Christmas. People after Christmas, they'll say, why did I spend so much money? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? You know, it was that spirit that was in the atmosphere that made us to come up with foolish decisions, you know? So I was thinking that even this month of February, a beautiful month, you know, uh, but because we have what we call Valentine's Day, where it's like a month of love and it ends up being sometimes it can become a season of foolishness let us be honest and especially for our young ones you know i mean i drove my grandson to to school and uh, for him he was excited because it was like double portion he his birthday was on uh, sunday so he couldn't celebrate it at school so he's celebrating it today at school because Sunday was, um, uh, uh, you know, school was closed. So he was super, super excited. And about Valentine's when I dropped him at school and all the kids, the way they were dressed, all they could talk about who's your Valentine, what you're going to do, uh, you know, that kind of excitement. But for them, because it's kids, it's that innocent thing. But when you look at uh, the older kids, the older children, you look at the things that they get themselves mixed messed up mixed up with and involved with which is why i'm saying a season of foolishness where things that you wouldn't normally do but in this season are things that kids end up doing so i thought um let us discuss something that uh maybe it's going to open our eyes you know i was looking at um this is where we say season of love, but this kind of foolish love can lead to other things where people, they wake up the following day and they find themselves in places where they wouldn't normally be. You find yourself and you're like, what happened? What am I doing here? You know, those kind of things. And we've seen it a lot with our young ones. And what I've realized is we as a church, we don't, we're not willing to address it in a manner that we sit and we talk with our kids. 
I always say when I look at this and I talk to people, I say the world is outside is targeting them. They are coming up with things to target our kids, you know. Um, they are not overlooking them. They are not saying this one is nine years old, so we're not going to talk about this. No, those are the ones that they are looking for where they talk heavy sexual topics with, where we as the church, we like, that's a subject that it's a no-go area. We don't talk about. But the world outside is talking to our kids about that. And hence I'm saying in this season, our kids are going to end up in places where they wouldn't normally end up. Some are not going to come back home tonight. They're going to be sleeping somewhere else. Some are going to find themselves at a, a club, at a shipping, drinking something that they wouldn't normally do. And we know once you involve liquor and alcohol, things happen. Uh, I was talking with a lady friend of mine who works at, um, at the clinic, and we were looking at the stats we were looking at the stats it's a real topic and maybe you're wondering why is google talking about such a topic i want to talk about when uh, our dreams are interrupted teenage pregnancy when our dreams are interrupted and i i i think this is the right time the proper time to talk about it because it's valentine's everybody's hyped on love but this love as i said the foolish season it can interrupt your dreams we all dreamt of being something else. Very few end up in their end up fulfilling their dreams, you know. And when you listen to people, they will tell you, "Ah, I dreamt I wanted to be this, but because of this happened, I couldn't." You know, some some it was money and all of that. I understand that, but when it was something that was not planned, how many even of us as the older generation? We fell pregnant and we couldn't continue with school. We ended up having to go and work. You found yourself working behind the counter. There's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is maybe that was not your dream. That is not what you planned and hoped for. But because you fell pregnant at grade 10, so you couldn't continue because there was somebody who needed to look after the baby and that ended up being you. We don't talk to our kids about those things, you know. We don't make them aware what happened. And 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 and, and we don't make them to see how easily you can find yourself in this situation. So as I was saying, we were looking at the stats and we found that in this area, particular area where she is working, the abortion rate is very high. And when we asked what is happening, um, we realized that it's, it's the way things are happening. These kids, they come looking for something and then they find themselves in another situation so they are using drugs we know they are using drugs we know that there are places that sell so when they go in there and they buy they end up smoking the very same drugs in that house now that house they end up prostituting them without their consent so you wake up your panty is wet you know that something has happened to me down there so these girls were saying how can I raise a baby that I don't even know who is the baby daddy? When I look into this baby's eyes, I am constantly reminded of what happened to me. You, you, you understand? And in this season where there's a lot of peer pressure, where normally your child wouldn't do it, but because there is such a thing that we call peer pressure in this season, your child find him or herself in that situation, him or herself. 
in that particular situation. So I thought this is the right time, the right week, the right month for us to discuss this and talk about these things. Uh, it is very, very sad. You know, it is very sad uh, what happens outside. And when we don't talk about this, we find ourselves in a situation where we, we, we are sitting with our youth that is sitting in this situation. Now the teenage pregnancy is high and you are wondering how we can remedy the situation. So when I thought of this, I was like, okay, let us look at when dreams are interrupted, teenage pregnancy, what is it that we can do? you know, to assist our young girls and to make them aware of something like this. You know, uh, uh, when we were discussing with girls at another, I think when we did something called Families Matters, we were discussing, and this is one thing that came out. I remember I wrote it down because I was like, we don't realize as parents, some of us, we don't want to talk to our kids about sex and all of that. And this is what the kids said. They said, I would, like, I would like for our parents to take initiative. As much as we have campaigns like Rise Teaching, Young Women and Sexual Health, top topics, you know, your TAC, all of this, they talk about sex. But these young kids were saying, if our parents were more involved, or they, or, or they were, they taught us about these things. They would be able to talk to us about these things. If it starts at home, then it starts with our parents because they are the ones holding us. They are the pillars. To hear a young girl calling us pillars is something that is wow in this time because we know what is happening. They call us the patriarch, they must do away with us because we are such on our old ways. But for to hear somebody calling us pillars, that's a great, great thing. And they are saying they would love to hear such topics from us, you know, so that we, 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 we can sit and speak to them. So when I looked at this, I thought, you know, oftentimes in, the, in our society, when these young girls, they fall pregnant, we blame them for being pregnant, but we never sat down and spoke to them. We never sat down and spoke to them. So I thought this is the time where we need to speak about such. Uh, we never sat down and we spoke to them. So when they fall pregnant, they are the ones who often get the blame far more than boys. Because remember, the boy is the one who impregnated them. But who faces the stigma of being pregnant? It's the woman. It's the young girl. Or the young girl and her parents as well. Because everybody suddenly starts shaming the family. You know, these are the challenges that these young girls face and their parents that they face when they have fallen pregnant. And we, if we were to open this topic to a discussion, there would be a lot that could come out of here where we young girls can discuss. This is why I said when dreams are interrupted. So when we, we can look at the journey of a particular girl and you can see how her dreams were interrupted, the challenges that she faced. Beautiful girl dreamt of becoming a doctor, a, a doctor. But because she fell pregnant, so she had take, to take two years break from school because now she has to look after this kid, has to nest this kid, 
being pregnant alone in the community is something that where everybody now was pointing fingers at her and we know that when you fall pregnant in the community they talk about promiscuity and all of that they start calling you names where is the boy he is nowhere to be found and as i'm saying this is that season of foolishness where we think everything is okay we are in life and all of that and yet you find yourself waking up from a place where you never planned or dreamed to be because there is that peer pressure that is taking place excuse me that is taking place and one of the things that uh, we looked at was the gender inequality when it comes to pregnancy it's dead so you know our boys are excluded and our men are excluded because they are the ones who impregnate our teenagers let us be honest we have the young with the blessers this is the season where the blessers are out hunting for our young girls you know my uh, um, a friend of mine shared a story and in this story that she shared, it was um, when she was looking at a journey of this young girl. This young girl actually is her maid's daughter. They come from the deep, deep, deep rural of KZN. Deep rural of KZN. So the child is here. She's got uh, seven distinctions. She's uh, here up in Joburg to study, uh, become accountant. So, you know, an intelligent young girl, but so naive when it comes to the things of the world, because where she comes from, the system had sheltered her from such things. So she says, Guru, uh, I took her out to McDee and I just saw the innocence, not even knowing what to order, you know, dead innocence, because she's probably, have, uh, she said, uh, she said to her, she thought maybe she was afraid or not knowing how much to spend. But when they got home, the excitement when she was sharing with her mom, she says, mommy, I've never been to a, a restaurant restaurant mcdonald you know uh, she says that's how excited she was calling mcdonald a restaurant she didn't even know how to order what is happening you know and and there is a, a man out there who's going to come and act as if he is here to assist and yet he is a wolf in a sheepskin and yet he is a jackal just coming to strip away her innocence so those kind of things and you think how do you shield these girls from all of this how do you protect them so that they are not exposed to such and this is the season where you've never be somebody you've never even received a rose to say be my valentine and that alone is going to make this girl find herself in a vulnerable space in a vulnerable situation so when we don't to our girls when we don't educate them when we don't talk to them about this our young you know just not just girls boys and men so that is what i'm saying we need to include them when we talk such talk uh, these are the things that need to change so that things can be fair in our society because it's not only the girl she did not impregnate herself she she's pregnant he's the one who impregnated her but most of the time our girls bear the grant of it so my gift to you today is to say when you are out there as parents we need to talk to our kids what it feels like having our dreams being interrupted because some of us we come from that 
maybe some of us were lucky that our parents immediately acted and our dreams were not interrupted you know if i think of myself having fallen pregnant at a very young age if there were i did not have a support structure i also would have had to take a gap like this young girl that i was talking about she had to sit at home for two years to look after the child because there was nobody to look after the child. The parents were not well off and the, the other relatives, there was nobody who was going to assist. So now she had to take a break. And remember when she take a break, when she took a break, the years are not standing still there. The years are not saying, okay, we also still going to take a break. You will remain 15 for the next two years. No. She was 15, the years started piling up. By the time she went back to do her grade 11, she was already two years older than most of her peers in the class. And already that was a challenge. And she has missed two years, you know, of school. So that was a challenge on its own. So those are the kind of things that happen when your dreams are interrupted. You become so despondent, so demotivated. You don't even want to do you you know you become easily discouraged and mind you it's not that when you are back at school everybody is happy and excited there will still be talks and some parents will still say don't play with that she's a mommy she's going to influence you so those kind of things so the challenges that you will face if your dreams are interrupted how many times have we heard somebody saying do you think this is what i planned for myself i dreamed for myself but life happened. There are times when life happened, but there are times when we can say foolish decisions made us to be in the place where we are. And we don't ever want to talk about that because we don't want to be honest. We don't want to be real. We don't want to speak the truth. It was the foolish decision that made me to land up here. I'm not talking about somebody who was raped here. I'm not talking about, but sometimes it was the foolish decision because there was an inner voice that said, don't go. If we can all be honest, there was that that inner voice that said, don't go. He is your boyfriend, but today he's planned something for you. He has planned something for you don't go how many have told stories when you listen to their stories my boyfriend was taking me we were walking back from school and he already had a plan that he's gonna take you to his friend's house you didn't know he says let's uh we're walking back from school i'm walking home then he says no let's just get in here my friend's house i just need a book that i need for for studying you went inside you only found out that you were with him now alone in a shack and then you ended up having sex with him he ended up forcing you but because he's your boyfriend you didn't think it was rape and now when you look at it three months later you find out that you are pregnant your dreams now were interrupted you wanted to be an engineer you wanted to be this you had your life mapped out for yourself planned and you were planning that this next year or in two years time i'm going to go to such and such a school but because it's valentine's day that that foolishness that spirit of foolishness of foolish love not the love of god that foolish love that stirs up the flesh is in the air is in the atmosphere it will even make the your best friend your loved one to make foolish decisions to come and play tricks on you to trick you like this take you to one of his friends place and he sleeps with you because it's valentine's day the spirit 
that is in the air, in the atmosphere. When we talk about the love of God, the love of God will never trick you. He will never, he will never trick you. He will never plan evil deeds for you. He will never, he will never. That's how much he loves us. He always has good plans and good intentions for us. But because this spirit of Valentine is in the atmosphere where everybody's this buzz about it, everywhere you turn, everywhere you look, it's Valentine's, 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 this, everywhere you look. So be mindful and be careful that you are not caught in this season of foolishness where you end up making foolish decisions and you find yourself that you have fallen pregnant because this is what happens when you find yourself in this decision, in this season, where it's a season of foolishness. We truly have a very high rate of teenage pregnancy. And you know, I believe that these things start at home because if you do not have a warm welcoming home, you will go elsewhere to find comfort. Mind you, at school, we are not really taught about sexual intercourse. This is a topic that is thought to be taboo to talk about. Yes, with the child. We are growing in an environment where adults believe that having a conversation with a girl child or with a teenager about sexual intercourse is taboo. But we leave them to watch TV on their own and they are seeing all of this. They are seeing all of this. I'm sorry to say this, but I was sharing with somebody because uh, we, we are, I'm being honest, my, my boy asked me, he had this app because we give them this high advanced technology, he's got his tablet, he's watching this YouTube animated cartoons, it looks innocent because it says YouTube for kids, yeah, the next thing, thank God he is somebody who's just spoken because he didn't continue watching that, he watched it and watched it and then he came and he asked my sister, he said to her, Lungi, do you get horny? Do you bleed down there? You know, Lungi was so shocked. She came to me. So I had to sit down with him. He's nine, but that was three years ago. I'm talking about three years ago. And yet we say talking to our kids about sex is taboo. The world is feeding them false information, false knowledge. So rather you sit with them and you talk to them. So that when they find themselves in this season of foolishness, they don't do foolish things. They are not caught up in the spirit of doing foolish things. I was not prepared to have a conversation like that with a seven-year-old. But because, because I don't want to strip him of his innocence, but already the technology that he has in his hands has already done it. It has stripped him of his innocence. Now I had to sit with the seven-year-old and I had to find out where is he at? What does he understand about this? You know, and, and that is when I was, I had to be, to engage myself in a conversation. I was never ready for it. So I'm saying to our, to you as parents out there, be prepared, engage, because somebody is teaching your kids. If you can look back even at yourself, our parents didn't speak to us about these things. It was our friends. And our friends, when they spoke to us about it, some of them were even putting pressure on us. If a young girl is still a virgin in our days, there is so much of pressure on her 
to lose her virginity. That's what the world is promoting. So this season is a season where there is so much of pressure. If you haven't had sex, there is pressure on you as a young one to engage. To engage. They call it hookups. No, we're not in a relationship. We're just having sex and they've got nasty words for it. It's shocking. It's a culture shock, you know, when you listen to these young ones, the language that they talk and learn their lingo. I'm telling you, parents, learn their lingo. When I sit and I conduct these clubs half the time, I have no idea. They can talk for 30 minutes. I have no idea what they're talking about because the language that they are using is not simple language that we understand. They've got names for other things. Names for other things, you know. You would think when they say full house, they're talking about Joe's chicken full house, you know. When you go and you order at Nando's, you want it full house. No, that's not what they're talking about. They are talking about something else. So that very conversation can happen in your lounge while your kid is on the phone talking to his or her boyfriend on the phone saying full house you don't even know you're thinking maybe they're going to order and do takeaways they're talking about something completely different it's a lot of words that they are using you won't even know so we need to wake up as parents and i'm sharing this in this season this is what i'm saying it's my gift to you to the young ones who is listening this is a season where your dreams can be interrupted where your dreams can be interrupted because of this foolish season where you find yourself, you wake up in a place where you didn't plan on waking up, where you even go to a party because it's this season. We've already clapped. We have money. We've bought ourselves liquor and all of that. They spike your liquor. You wake up where you wouldn't have normally have woken up. And we say she's an innocent girl. Yes. She never would have done this, but it was a season of foolishness. It is this season that has tripped her, that has put her in this place. A season of peer pressure. A season where you find yourself doing things that you wouldn't normally do. You wouldn't ordinarily do. You know, I always ask young men, if they are out there listening, my question to you is, if you were a young man who impregnated another young person and it wasn't planned pregnancy, what would you do? What should you do? We don't think about that because we always leave that responsibility to the young girl. We always leave that responsibility to the young girl. Right now, my question to you is, if you have impregnated what would you do? What would you do? My question is, what do you think that the government should do to help these young girls so that their dreams are not, are not interrupted by pregnancy? The reason I'm asking that is because as somebody who is in the health sector, we've tried all We've tried it all, but it's still happening. It is still happening. For me, my answer would be Africa, get back to God. Africa, get back to God. 
our girls are searching for something and that thing that they are searching for is love and it's only found in God. Hence, Valentine's Day is all about love. Those who don't have Valentine's Day today, they feeling the pressure because the pressure of society, the pressure of everybody in school is looking at them. Maybe we can look at peer pressure tomorrow so that we can understand what our kids are really feeling out there. That pressure to perform, the pressure to belong, that pressure. You know, some even find pressure because you are the only one who doesn't have a baby in your community. Imagine when we were growing up, there was something that was that we, even us who had babies at a young, you know, when our dreams are interrupted, we, we regretted it. Not that we did not love our kids, but we regretted it. We so much prayed and we were like, if, if I had waited. But now it is like, you don't have a baby, what's wrong with you? That's the first thing that they say, what is wrong with you? As if having a baby will show that you are a, pe- a complete woman. You are a complete person. No, you don't have kids. None of your girlfriends have ever fallen pregnant. What's wrong with you? So you are not fully a man who does not have a kid. You must hear how people talk outside. So today, my gift to you is let us look at when our dreams are interrupted by teenage pregnancy, by you impregnating somebody. So that is what I want you to just have a conversation on today to say, let us be real. Let us be real. You know, there is real pressure out there the children, young, young children are having, young girls are having, by not having children. Some are getting so much pressure. You find it when they talk because everybody's talking, my baby this, my baby daddy, my baby daddy. And then I like, these young girls, they feel left out. They feel left out as if they should also have kids and they haven't planned for them so today as i am coming to a close i just wanted to have that discussion to say may our kids not be caught up in this season of foolishness may they find themselves knowing that they are loved by god at all times and god will never trick them God will never fool them. Just be wise, be mindful, open your eyes, be vigilant. If that inner voice is saying, even if it's your boyfriend, you've known him for a very long time, but if he has been asking and asking for you to have sex with him, and suddenly he's quiet now, you must know he's planning something. He is planning something. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't love you, he loves you, but he is planning something. Be mindful of that. He is planning something. And that plan 
will be executed today. So just be mindful, be careful. Be mindful, be careful. Because today the excitement is he bought me flowers, teddy bear and a chocolate and he's taking me out. He's taking me out. Anything can happen. So we don't want you to have your dreams interrupted by teenage pregnancy. Yes, you can still now with the law, things have changed. With the law, things have changed. You can you can continue going to school when you've fallen pregnant. Yes, yeah, uh, it's not like when we were growing up. So, you know, um, if you look at it, the, the law says in section nine of the South African Bill of Rights, says no one is allowed to be discriminated against uh, based on gender discrimination, on sex, on being pregnant and whether they are married or not. That's what the law says. Uh, the South African Schools Act makes it clear that it is against the law of unfair discrimination against learners based on pregnancy. Schools are not allowed to stop pregnant learners from attending school or from writing exams. Schools cannot punish or place any difficult requirements on a learner because of their pregnancy. Schools are also not allowed to refuse to provide you homework or other schoolwork if you have to be away from school because of your pregnancy. Pregnant students have the right to privacy. This means it is illegal for teachers to tell her classmates about a pregnancy. The law says you have the right to terminate a pregnancy so long as a special trained healthcare worker provider does it. It is a registered healthcare worker from the age of 12 years old. A person can terminate pregnancy without parents or caregivers' consent. So as parents, we must wake up. So as I was saying, the laws have changed. Unlike before, nobody, you, will, you are still allowed to go to school even when you are pregnant. But if you have to sit with the people who have fallen pregnant and what it was, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. The journey was not easy, being pregnant while you are at school. The journey was not easy. I will tell you because I know I was in that situation, so the journey was not easy. It wasn't an easy journey. Any kid now, even now, they will tell you it's not an easy journey. So we are saying today, we don't want you to fall into that trap. Wake up. Don't be caught up in the season of foolishness. It is not an easy journey. You ask even a person who is working, they will tell you it's not easy. How much more being in school, it is not easy. And the law goes on to speak up to us as parents where we need to be careful and be mindful because kids as young as 12 years old, they can come without even your consent as a parent. Without your consent as a parent, the steps are feeding us, they are telling us. And we can't ask questions where we've got kids as young as 13, 14, they've been repeatedly at the clinic. You can see, but you can't ask questions. So parents, don't be ignorant and say, it's not happening in my house. Such things are happening. Engage with your kids, speak to them, speak to them and speak, be honest, be honest. Speak to them from that point of view of being honest. 
Yes, sex is a beautiful thing, but wait, wait. Sex is sex before marriage is a sin. Be honest. Yes, it is a beautiful thing. Sex before marriage is a sin, and God did not intend it for us to be sleeping around. Start to speak to them so that they understand the soul ties that they are doing when they are tying themselves to a lot of people sexually. Because we speak the opposite language to them. They are friends who have experienced this. They are sitting there thinking, but my mom said sex is not nice and she's doing it every night with my daddy. This is what they are saying when you are sitting with them because we are not being honest with them. We are trying to put blinkers on their eyes instead of us telling them the truth. But when I'm saying tell them the truth, we always speak of age-appropriate language. Don't ever strip away the innocence of a child, but age-appropriate language. You will not sit with a nine-year-old and talk to them as if you are talking to a 15-year-old or a 20-year-old, but sit and talk to your kids. Have conversations with them and be honest. That is my gift to you as everybody's receiving a Valentine's Day gift. My gift to you is the love of Christ Jesus. And my gift to you is sit and talk to your kids. My gift to you is be aware that our dreams can be interrupted by teenage pregnancy. Not just teenage pregnancy, we did not speak about being involved in drugs, there are a lot of things that can interrupt our dreams, but we started with teenage pregnancy. We will see when we look at other things, how even the teenage pregnancy can end up leading to mental health. It can lead to drug abuse, those kind of things. So that is what I wanted to share with you, my beautiful listeners. This is your host, Lady G on Gifts with Google, and I'm living and loving you. And I want to say, enjoy today. May you feel the love of God embracing you and surrounding you as the sun is coming out, shining on you. Let it not be the sun's rays that you feel. Let it be the rays of love that come from the throne of heaven. I love you and I bless you, my listeners. Thank you.